Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast. Dr. Dominic New Love Ality is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newloveality is worth hearing. Oh, if that club was for me, can you do a better one unto Jesus? Church, please help me appreciate Bishop Dominic Alote for this great opportunity to do kingdom with you all. And mommy, Reverend Naomi Alote, you're such a beautiful woman. Good to see you, mommy. Amen. Wherever you are, can you just open up your mouth and begin to speak in the fruit of the Spirit? on standing let's keep on standing we thank God for every one of you lift up your hand father we ask your presence your power your grace I've, even as we open this summit many 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 people are coming here to hear the word of the Lord we ask in the name of Jesus that somebody that will walk in here will never live the same way they came in we give you praise glory and honor in Jesus name let the church shout a big amen Amen. Let's take our seat. We welcome every one of you, all my sons and daughters from around the world. All of you, we welcome all of you all over the place. We ask that you keep on, you stay tuning. If you have your phone with you, you can quickly, if you are yet to download Facebook, you can easily do that. Take your phone, download Facebook, and then you create an account, and then you set the button, type in Living Faith International Church open all pages, click and all that, and then join in, share, make sure you are sharing on YouTube, search Conquest TV on YouTube, click on the bell to turn on notifications, like and do all that and be part of it in Jesus' name, amen. Luke chapter 8 verse 10, the Bible says, and he said, unto you is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. You are given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to others in parables. Amen. That searching they might search, they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. So Jesus said, there are mysteries of the kingdom of God. Luke chapter number 17, verse 21. The Bible says, neither shall they say, here, lo here, 
or low there. Behold, the kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. Jesus said, if my kingdom is of this world, my subjects will come and fight. My kingdom is not of this world. I came to tell somebody this morning that the kingdom of God is very real. The Bible says that you are translated from the kingdom of this world into the kingdom of his dear son. What happened in this world must never affect you. Why? Because you live in the kingdom of God with superior kingdom laws and principles. The kingdom of God, the laws of the kingdom of God is much more superior than the principles of this world. Can I have amen? What happens in the world cannot affect you. This morning I pray for you in the name of Jesus that whatever is going on in the world will never affect your life. It will never affect your finances. It will never affect your family. But you live a superior life. You live a kingdom life for the glory of God. Can I have amen somebody? Amen. So the, the concept of the kingdom of God is, is not invented by man, but it is it's God's form of government that God introduced in the book of in the book of Genesis that Adam and Eve lost. They lost the concept. They sold into the devil and they lost everything that God has for them. Amen. But let's go to the book of Matthew, chapter 16, verse number 13. Amen. We're talking this morning, I'm talking a little bit about kingdom dynamics. We're going to hear a lot about the kingdom of God this week. I pray that God will upgrade you in every area of your life. I pray that God will give you understanding in every area of your life. I pray that you come to a place where you know that nothing is impossible for you. That you can do everything, you can do anything, you can become anything as a matter of fact. The superior spirit is at work in you that God you with God can never fail you with God can never fail you with God you can never die before your time you with God everything you touch shall prosper I came to tell somebody this morning that you can do all things there is nothing that you cannot do you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you cannot have amen somebody I say you can do all things may you have the understanding today that nothing can bring you down nothing can cast you down nothing can destroy your life. May you have the understanding today that the kingdom of God is at work in your life. That there is nothing you cannot achieve. I pray for somebody that to hear me this week. That all the potential inside you, the potent power of God inside you will come alive. In the name of Jesus, do I have amen in the house? Come on, shout amen. Verse 13, verse 13, chapter 16. When Jesus came to the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I am? The son of man, I am. So now he's talking, he's referring to himself as the son of man. So we have the son of God and then we have the son of man. He introduces himself as the son of man. Everybody knew him as the son of man. Hallelujah. Verse 14, and they said, some said, thou art John the Baptist. Some said you are Elias. Others said you are Jeremiah. One of them said you are one of the prophets. One of the prophets, verse 15. And then the Bible says that he asked the disciples, and he said unto them, But whom do you say that I am? It's enough for me to hear what other people say I am. 
it's enough for me to hear what they say I am but thank God I want to know what you say about me I want to know what you say I am and the Bible said and Simon Peter answered and said you are the Christ you are the Christ the son of the living God this morning I will zero my message a little bit in this area you notice that the word Christ is not Jesus's last name the word of Christ is the divinity of God so the Bible says that Peter said you are the Christ you are the son of the living God now remember he said who do men say the son of man so now we have the son of man and then the, the another side also knows him as the son of God so he said you are the son of God in other words you are you are the son of God but you have you have God inside you you are the son of man but you have God inside you and you and God you form a majority come on say amen so the Bible said now Jesus said unto him verse 17 Jesus said answered and said unto him blessed art thou Simon Barjona for flesh and blood have not revealed this unto you flesh and blood you have tapped into supernatural intelligence what you are saying right now it is not flesh and blood what you are saying right now it is not flesh and blood but the spirit of God has revealed this unto you church I say it all the time if you don't catch revelation your life will be miserable there are people that live by knowledge and so what you hear is this sense knowledge you have sense knowledge you can what is sense knowledge you can never do until it becomes a revelation understanding is a product of revelation understanding is a product of revelation Paul says that I know that I know that I know that I know that is I know something that I cannot explain it's a revelation can I have a man the Bible said he says to him flesh and blood have not revealed this unto you but my father which is in heaven give me a few minutes look at this in the Old Testament or among the Jews they never have first names okay so we have Judah we have Ephraim, we have Manasseh, and then sometimes they will say Judah Behe, that is Judah the son of Heh, or Joseph of Arimathea, that is Joseph that came from Arimathea, amen, Jesus of Nazareth. So then the, the name Christ is not his last name. The name Christ is God at work in him. Now when Peter recognized him, as the Messiah something changed he said you have tapped into something you have God have revealed something unto you I am a son of man but now you realize that I represent something greater and something bigger why because I am the Messiah I carried a messianic anointing to change lives to transform lives to turn lives around can i have amen i pray today that the word the word of god this week will transform your life will transform your finances will transform every aspect of your life can i have amen somebody i'm not here can i have amen somebody okay so now jesus start teaching and start talking about the kingdom of god and he says that but I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I will give you the keys. In other words, wherever there is a key, there is a door. A door is a proof, or a key is a proof that there is a door. 
And this morning and this week, I pray that God will put into your hand kingdom keys. Kingdom keys. I'm not going to say kingdom keys. I'm not going to say kingdom keys. So that you can open every kingdom door. The door to your health, the door to your finances, the door to your progress, the door to your success, the door to an abundant life. Come on, am I talking to somebody here? The door to greater life and a healthier life and a successful life. Can I have a man, somebody? I'm not hearing. Come on, shout amen. And whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Now let's go to Mark chapter number 1, verse 14 and 15. Mark chapter 1. Verse 14, when you don't understand the kingdom message, then what is going to happen is that you are going to live a life that is controlled by other people. I keep on telling everybody, in Ghana here, we have three kinds of messages that people are preaching. Number one, people are preaching church message, or I'll call, I'll rather call it a cultural message. It's a message that is embedded in sorcery or divination. It's a message that is dependent on what somebody else is saying, but not in the word of God. It's a message that tells you, oh, somebody is the one responsible for your downfall or your calamity or your poverty. So every day of your life, you are blaming somebody for where you are. It's a cultural message. It's not a message from God. Can I have amen? That is message embedded in sorcery and divination and witchcraft. And then we have church message or religious message that has more to do with, with the, the personality of the pastor and the church. So they build the church and they talk about the church, but, but it's the doctrines of men, the doctrines of men, the philosophies of men and all that. Then we have kingdom message. Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Read your Bible. The gospel of the kingdom is a liberating gospel. The gospel of the kingdom is a successful gospel. The gospel of the kingdom is a prosperity gospel. The gospel of the kingdom is a gospel that tells you you can do anything, you can become anything, you can go anywhere that Christ, the anointed one, has come to live inside you. This morning I pray that you will understand this message this message of the gospel of the kingdom of God. Can I have amen? amen? Hallelujah. The Bible said, now after that John was put into prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom. He came to Galilee. He was preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now, it tells you that the gospel of the kingdom was misplaced. They lost the kingdom. That, that's why Jesus came. He came to introduce again the gospel of the kingdom. And then the Bible says, he says to them, verse 15, and saying to them, the time is now. The time is fulfilled. This is the time. This is the hour. This morning I came to tell somebody, don't put your destiny into the future. You must live your best life now. You must live your best life now. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, my best life now. Or I'm not here saying, neighbor, my best life now. Say God's best for me. It's not behind me. But it is with me. In the name of Jesus. Come on shout a big amen. I'm not here. Come on shout a big amen. The Bible says that repent. And as I teach this. I will take a few minutes. And explain this to you. Repent. The word is repent. 
And normally when we talk about paint, you are talking about an apartment at the highest skyscraper. That is the highest point of an apartment or a building. So when Jesus said, repent, what he's saying is that I want you to move from the back to the top. That is, you used to be there before and you lost it. You know, when we say rewrite, it means write again. Reread, it means read again. Restore, it means that refresh yourself again. Refresh. And so when the Bible says repent, it means that go back to the original block. Go back to where you used to be. So this morning, in a very short time, we are going to find out where man used to be before man fell. And the reason why Jesus came. Church, Jesus did not come so that you become a slave. Jesus did not come so that somebody will rule over you. Jesus came so that you can have liberty. Jesus came so you can live a prosperous life. So Jesus came that you can live an abundant life. Am I talking to a believer here? Jesus said, the thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I came that you might have life. 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 And that you might have life abundantly. May you have an abundant life. I'm not going say, may you have abundant life. I'm not going say, may you have an abundant life. Come on, shout amen. Okay, so let us go back to Genesis chapter number one. Let's go to Genesis chapter number one. We'll read from verse 26. The Bible said, and God said, let us make man in our own image, after our own likeness, and let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. So when Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. It means they lost the kingdom. Now, where did they lo lose the kingdom? In Genesis chapter 3. Now, before Genesis chapter 3, this is God's mandate for you and I. He said, I will make man. Let man have dominion. Let man have dominion. Now look at it. Over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every cattle, over all the earth, and over every crippling thing, that creeped upon the face of the earth, verse 27 and 28. So God created man in his image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God said unto them, and God said unto them, and God said unto them, and God said unto them. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is saying to you right now. Come on. I'm not here. Come on, say, neighbor. God is saying to you right now. And God said unto them, God bless them. God bless them. May the Lord bless you. I'm not here. I say, may the Lord bless you. Receive the blessing of God over your life. Receive the blessing of favor. You receive the blessing of goodwill. Receive the blessing of health. Receive the blessing of healing. Come on, I'm not hearing. I say, receive the blessing of God. Put your hand on your head and shout, I receive the blessing. Can you stand on can you stand with me put your hand on your hand your head and shout i receive the blessing i'm not yet shouted shout it louder say i receive the blessing come on shout it again i receive the blessing come on shout amen take your seat take your seat and god blessed them and god said unto them god bless them and god said unto them 
be fruitful and multiply, replenish the earth, subdue the earth, have dominion, have dominion, have dominion. What is dominion? Dominion is sovereign or supreme authority. The power of governing and control. Sovereign and supreme authority. The power of governing and the power of control. That is God's project for man. That I will be able to subdue. I'll be able to live in dominion. Control over my circumstances. Over my life. Rule the earth. That nothing will rule me. That no wickedness can rule me. That no power of darkness can rule me. Can I have a man here? Yeah. And God set certain laws in motion for man to follow. In the book of Genesis, chapter number one and chapter number two, I'm going to just unfold a few of them to you right now. Now watch this. The Bible says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, let there be light. The first principle we learn in the book of Genesis, that when there was darkness, God saw darkness, but God didn't want darkness, so he spoke light. In other words, the first thing I learned in the kingdom is that whatever I say is going to come to pass. So I don't say what I see, I say what I want. Oh my God. Am I talking to somebody here? I don't say what I see because the earth is ruled by West. The earth is ruled by West. The earth was void, empty. God did not talk about the emptiness of the earth, but He spoke about life. I see death, but I speak life. I choose to speak life. I see poverty, but I choose to speak wealth. Am I talking to somebody here? I'm not here. I say, I see poverty, but I choose to speak wealth. Come on, shout amen. And so over, over time, you realize that those, this principle is being taught through the word of God. The Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. Most of us, have destroyed ourselves by our own words. We have destroyed our children by the words we have spoken over them. You see, some of us believe that, oh, it's just words. But words are spirits. Let me say it again. Words are spirits. If you speak death over your child, look at your face. Your face like your father. That useless man. And what you do is that you are speaking uselessness over the child. That is the first principle we learn in the book of Genesis. The first principle of the kingdom is the ability to maximize my words. I choose to say that I am a wealthy man. I am a maximize, I live a maximized life. I, I don't care whether you believe it or not, but I choose to say I am a very handsome man. Oh, you are not hearing me. Come on, say amen. I choose to speak about the fact that I have life. I live an abundant life. I, I cannot die before my time. I live, I, am I talking to somebody here? I live a superior life. Can, can you stand with me, somebody, and go to three, four people and tell them, I choose to speak well about myself. Come on. 
are learning a few principles here. Okay, so, so the Bible says that God creates everything, all the animals, and then he brings them to Adam. And he said, Adam, I want you to name them. Whatever name you give to them, that is the name that will stay. So he taught them the principle. Adam, you see the way I live? I live by my ways. Okay, so I'm telling you to do the same thing. Whatever you say is what to come to pass. So he called the dog, dog. The dog became a dog. This one is a cat. So you know what you have done? You have, you have allowed your eyes to deceive you. And your eyes told you that you will never become anything. So that's what you have been saying. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, have the faith of God. Have the faith of God. For if thou shalt say to this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things that you said shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you said. So why, if I will have whatsoever I said, why don't I say where about myself? I am a champion. I am a conqueror. I am a blessed man. Oh, I'm not hearing I say I'm a blessed man. Everything I touch shall prosper. Everything that I do shall prosper. No witch can touch me. No wizard can destroy me. Am I talking to a believer here? Come on, no, I say, am I talking to a believer here? I am blessed, I'm not cursed. Stand with me and lift up your two hands and shout, I am blessed. I am not cursed. Come on, say, I'm not cursed. I'm not yet shouted, I'm blessed. And I'm not cursed. I'm not yet, come on, shout it again, I'm blessed. And I'm not cursed. Go to somebody, seven people, and tell them, I cannot be cursed because I'm blessed. Come on, put your hands together, put your hands together. Oh, I am blessed. I don't care whether you believe it or not. I don't care whether you like it or not. I don't care whether you are angry with me or not. I am saying I am a blessed man. I'm not here. I say I'm a blessed man. I'm not here. Come on, shout. I'm a blessed man. I'm not here. Come on, shout it again. I'm a blessed man. God has blessed you and no man can curse you. I say God has blessed you and no man can curse you. They can steal your dress and they can take it to take it to a witch doctor. It will never work. They will pronounce a curse, it will go back to them. I'm not here. I said they will pronounce a curse, it will go back to them. Because you are a blessed man. I'm not here. I say you are a blessed man. You are a blessed woman. Do I have a believer in the house? Sure that I am a blessed man. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things. I can become what God says I will become. Come on, say amen. There is no generational curse in my family. 
that can stop me. There is no ancestral curse. There is no demon from my household that can block me from becoming who God has destined me to become. Am I talking to somebody here? I am a kingdom tide. Ah. Ah. I am more than a conqueror. I am a champion. Come on, shout amen. Amen. Church, let me tell you. If you are looking for a church where somebody is going to tell you that your auntie is a curse or your grandfather, your mommy is a witch and that they are bewitching you, that the reason why you cannot make it is because there is a curse in your house that you cannot break out of. This is not your church. As for here, we believe that you can become anything. Yeah. Oh, I'm not, I say you can become anything. May it be so for you. May every potential lock up in you come forth. Come on, say amen. You are the director of your own destiny. Your words carries power. Am I talking to a believer here? I say your words carries power. You are the driver of your own life. May you understand this word. Come on, shout amen. Whatever you name it, that is what it becomes. Principle number two. Whatever seed you sow, you are going to reap. Genesis chapter 1. Verse 11 and 12. The Bible says, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and a fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself. So when God created apple, God did not create a lot of apples. God created one. And then God put the seed in the apple. So God said, I am giving you the seed to decide your harvest. In other words, I decide my harvest. These are laws that God set in motion. This is the first, the first law. Actually, after God has put everything together, the first thing he did was seed and harvest. Most of us have doomed our life because you are sowing bad seed in expectation of a good harvest. Let me say it again. You are sowing bad seed. Do not be mocked and do not be deceived. For God cannot be mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, so shall he reap. Whatever you sow, God is not in control of your harvest. You sow your seed, you determine, and there is nobody. Have you seen a farmer who plants cassava and then go to the farm expecting yam before? Come on, say amen. All truths are para. All truths are para. Just as we have in the natural, so we have in the spirit. My words are ceased. My words are ceased. My giving is a seed. My laughter is a seed. So, so me, nobody loves me, you know. Nobody loves me. Nobody really cares about me. The question is, have you been sowing seeds of love? Nobody talks to me. Why don't you start sowing that seed? The seed of love in other people. Hello, how are you? What's your name? God richly bless you. I'm so happy to have you here. And, and sow some seeds of laughter. Am I talking to somebody here? Sow some seeds of laughter. Sow some seeds. You are not sowing any seed. Then you are expecting a harvest. Huh? You are destroying your life, your destiny. By sowing seeds, bar seeds. Every day you are talking about somebody else. 
Then when people start talking about you, you get angry. Without understanding that the seed you are sowing is what you are reaping. Yeah. Let me say it again. If you keep on talking bad about people, it's bad seed you are sowing. And your prayer will never change it. People will also start saying bad things about you. And there will come a time it looks like nobody likes you. When you step in a place, everybody keeps quiet. You know why? Because you have sown so much bad seed that is beginning to terminate. May you learn to sow good seeds. Come on, say amen. amen. Me, Bishop Alote, I will never allow another human being to make me hate him. You will never, I will never allow you to make me hate you. So no matter what you say about me, I'll still love you. At the end of the day, you don't talk about dead people, you talk about living people. At the end of the day, if you are nobody, nobody talks about you. But when you are somebody, then people will talk about you. Come on, say amen. Why I'm on this, look at this word, backbite. Backbite. You know what it means? It means that the one who is biting you is at your back. Why are you worried about the one who is behind you? Biting your back. If you are a man, come and bat my front. Come on, put your hands together. Okay, you saw him too many bad seeds in Ghana. Too many bad seeds. Friends talking against friends. They hang around you, they look, at, they look like good people. But behind you, they are, they are showing bad seed. Bad seed. You walk out of this environment, this beautiful church. Eh? And then you go out and sow bad seed about your church. Bad seed. Corrupt seed. Number three. And I'll end with this. And I've been teaching this. And my prayer is that everybody understands this. Because this is a revelation that God has given me that have totally transformed my life. God said, principle number three, I call it God's portion in the inheritance. I have seven, I'm just dealing with three today. I'll pick up the next four another time, if there is time, because we have all these guest preachers coming in this week. It's going to be wonderful this week, wonderful. Tremendously, tremendously wonderful this week. Can you put your hands together? God has a portion in your inheritance. So the Bible says that God creates the garden. I'm preaching this now. And then the Bible says that he took man and put man in the garden. One of the things I would have spoken about before coming to this one is the law of work. Work, I want you to hear me. Work is not a curse. Work is not a curse. God placed Adam and Eve in the garden to till the garden and to keep the garden, that is work. Tilling means working the land and to keeping it. It takes a lot of energy to keep something. So you have a lot of beggars, okay? And as long as you don't want to work, you are going to be a beggar. Let me say it again. If you are here in Ghana, listen, don't even look for a work. Create one for yourself. Create a work for yourself. Volunteer yourself. The law of work is very important. Jesus said, whatever your hands find. He said, my father work, and I also work. You can't follow Jesus and be a lazy man. You see, people who refuses to work are people who always blame other people for their success or their failure. 
the reason why I'm not doing well is because of that one. Because there is a witch in my house. Because my grandmother is a witch. They are, they are stealing every money from me. You are not doing anything. Create the work. Use your gift. Use your gift. Listen, if you cannot do anything, find a few oranges. Sit at the roadside and sell those oranges. And you never know who will meet you there. When you step out of your house, you never know. Come on, put your hands together. The other day we were, we were the, at the traffic light, I think at rejoicing, leaving church. It was after 12 o'clock and it was raining, 12 midnight. And I saw the woman carrying the oranges. My heart broke. After 12 midnight, I think I was with Kofi. And my heart broke. I said, I, I said, wrote the window down. I said, woman, why are you selling oranges around this time? He said, daddy, if I don't sell these oranges, tomorrow my children will not eat. Then I asked her, I said, so all these oranges, how much will it cost? When he said to me, my heart broke. And you know something, just because at that time of the night, the woman was bold enough to stay in the middle of the street and carry oranges trying to sell to make a life. I told her, I said, give me all the oranges. Because if I give you the money, you still sell these oranges. So we opened the trunk of the car and then she poured all the oranges in the car. And I went into my wallet and I took a bunch of money and I gave it to her and we drove away. But just because the woman was working, met an angel, you never know who you meet. When you put yourself out there, we call it the marketplace. When you put yourself in the marketplace, you don't have to sell yourself, young woman. You don't have to give your body for anybody. You, have to, you don't have to sell your breast for anybody. You don't have to sell your life for anybody. I, I want to guarantee you that God is the God who blesses. And if you, give, you put yourself out there to do something for yourself, it will, it will shock you who God will bring your way one day. Somebody will walk into your life and turn your life around. Come on, am I talking to somebody? Then let me just take a few minutes and talk about God's portion. God created the garden and put man in the garden and said to the man, everything here you can eat, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you must not touch, you must not eat. The day you eat it, you will die. He didn't tell him what kind of death. He didn't tell him what kind of curse. But the day you eat it, that day you die. The question is, if you don't want me to eat it, why do you put it in the garden? God always have a portion in your inheritance. Whatever God gives you, God wants you to know that he has a portion in it. And that portion represents him. Can I have a man? So Adam and his wife Eve decided to eat the tree that they were not supposed to eat. And then the Bible says they lost the glory. 
that was when the kingdom of God was lost man was driven out of the garden to go and suffer what is this telling you the law that tells us God has a portion in your inheritance when you take whatever God gave you God takes whatever you have kept plus everything he gave you let me say it again so my tithe is God's portion in my inheritance my first fruits is God's portion in my inheritance when I take what what belongs to God God takes whatever he gave me and everything else that comes along with it church I want you to understand that God wants you to live a blessed life a happy life a joyous life a healthy life come on a healthy life an abundant life I'm not here I say abundant life I'm not here I say abundant life I'm not here I say abundant life can I have a man in the house I'm not here can I have a man in the light in the house can I have a big amen God wants you to rule God wants you to reign God wants you to live a life that to bless your life will be so blessed that other people will be blessed through you God wants to bless you and make you a blessing God wants you to live the kingdom life where no sickness have power over you no wickedness have power over you no demon have power over you no stronghold have no power over you God wants you to live a life an abundant life a life that have no limitation a life that have no limitation but a life of surplus a life of abundance a life of the goodness of God can I have a man may God bring you to that area in the name of Jesus shout and shout and shout and shout and shout shout a big amen let's all stand together God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Alati. For more video and audio messages, find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Alati Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.